The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Howdy, folks. Saxy Maxi here. DJs, it's time to talk about the Absolute Betting Degeneracy Book Club. Do y'all want to see the other nuts, bets, and even parlays that the DJs bet? Have you ever wondered how these folks make up for their bad beats? Well, that's what the book club is for. By joining our Patreon for just 25 bucks a month, you can see all the other wackadoodle bets that we make on a daily basis and chat with the truest of DJs. We have a private Discord server full of everything from Sex Panthers college basketball plays to Arches CSGO winners. Click on the Patreon link in the podcast description and join us for complete and total degeneracy. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. I have a question. If Panther's half blind in both eyes, does he just have one good eye? Is, can we call him the one-eyed Panther? There was an accident that I was like one of the first witnesses to. I'm trying to protect Panther here. I don't do that often. I don't know if you guys will give it to me. You can put that on fucking anything you want. I welcome Skynet if it just means we get a consistent strike zone. I consider the Sunday show like my menstrual cycle. You know, it's every time we had to do this fucking thing and show up bright and early when... Uh, may, maybe it shows up on time. He comes in a little hungover, a little drunk, a little... Uh, he, he had some uh, nutritional issues. So you comforted Saxy by saying, at least you're not talking to Max. <laughs> you're lucky that I showed up today. We talked about the Sunday show. That was, a, that was a dominating force. Max compared it to his period. Maybe Pixar will make that into a movie. I think you mentioned it on the show yesterday, Panther. When you weren't insulting me, you were talking uh, about how much you love the fish. Fuck the fish. Fuck them. A little bit. I can't really put my right. finger on it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. The yeah. line's a little. It's getting worse, but the yeah. line is still kind of low. Why did it open at minus one fifty? Yeah, yeah. I can put my finger on it for you if you want. Where are your white tuxedos? I'm doing it again. I don't give a shit. So, you know, something that even my dad used to say is, "I don't care. I'll pay you. Get the fuck out of here." You know how bad you had to be for that for that to be said. Do they bring the zamboni out when teams like the Tampa Bay Lightning's totally pee down their legs on the ice? That is a heads up fucking move yeah. right there. I have no filter. Maxie, don't use that, please. I'm, be- I'm yeah. listening. That's a personal yeah. favor. Whistle through the graveyard, my man. Where did Max touch you on the the doll? Just show it, okay? All right. That's what it felt like listening to the show yesterday. You guys are being being horribly abused by Max, and then yada yada yada. Howdy, homies, and welcome to the Sunday edition of the Absolute Sports Bay and Degeneracy Podcast. My name is Saxy Max, and today I'm joined by the only D-Gen bold enough to give us his Kentucky Derby, Preakness, Olympic dressage, and modern horse dancing bets. It's Arch Stanton. Arch, welcome to the Sunday show. 
Hey man, happy to be here. Uh, I didn't quite, I didn't quite have the uh, winner in the Kentucky Derby though. I don't know how many folks really did have the winner. I mean, what were the odds? Eighty-one. Uh, it was right around there, right? Yeah. Did we? I mean, I don't think I saw anyone in the uh, book club fancying their picks themselves. So, I mean, you know, it's not like I, I don't think we had a, a high percentage of people who were on that. <laughs> Um, rich rich strikes 78 to one is what it looks like it finally paid out Jeez, brutal that's i mean that's the kind of thing that people betters love you know we, we all love seeing these crazy tickets cashing and stuff like that but i mean what nuts person put any real money on that other than like the owner of the horse well let's look you want to look you want to know that, yeah you tell me um, 63 million dollars were wagered in the Kentucky Derby. It looks like, and 642,000 went to Rich Strike. Okay, so what? 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 what I, I, I'm, I'm not great at the mental math. I'm more of a mental. Let's call it. Let's but... call it one percent to be safe. Just quick and easy, dirty. Let's just call it one percent. Okay. Yeah. I mean, wait. So, so wait. Then how would that break out those eighty to one odds with one percent oh betting on that? Do you, do you know this math? <laughs> no. Okay. You mean they I take will. up, they take up all the money that yeah. then they take out what the track take is, you know, the, Jesus. And then, you know, then they round it. They're so nice. They're so nice. If, if it doesn't come to like an even number, they round it. And then the track keeps that too. <laughs> okay. They're so nice. And then they come with that nice round number there to pay out everybody. Jesus. Well, Holy shit. Some people some people got lucky yesterday. I definitely not me though. I I I put a couple bucks on some horses uh that uh, you guys had talked about on the show, some of the ones that seem like, you know, long shots. I'd like to thank <laughs> my bookie here for at least offering something to me. Uh but brutally, unfortunately, that was uh that was uh the goodbye money emote. That was it was, it was just <laughs> just gone. Yeah, well, I mean, you'd like to be on that side. You'd like to be on Rich Strike, but I have a feeling if that's your betting strategy on the lo- on a long <laughs> enough timeline, you're going to be in real trouble. Yeah, long enough. That's a that, that's a long and brutal timeline, Arch. Well, first off, I just got to say today on this Sunday, happy Mother's Day, DJs. Happy Mother's Day to my mom, to the Bridge Club, but also happy Mother's Day to you, Arch. You may, you may not realize this, but you have been like a mother to me on this podcast. Just over a year ago, I did the first Sunday show, and you have coached me through this entire endeavor. So I just want to say thanks, Mother Arch. I'm overnight FedExing you a bouquet of floral objects from Colorado, if you know what oh. I mean. Oh, yeah. I like, I like that plan. <laughs> so just throwing you in the deep end of the pool and saying, figure it out, that's mothering you? Yeah, exactly. I oh, mean, okay. every, every uh, you know bird has to get pushed out of its nest a little bit, right? Okay. Yeah. And, you, and, and mom just sits in the nest and looks down and says, well, are you a splat? Or are you a fly? You know, Yeah. Exactly. I guess I need to make more <laughs> goodness. Yikes. Well, uh, we, you and I, we do normally like talk about film and the silver screen. I'm not sure if I sound pretentious enough yet, but you let me on a little secret this week, Arch, and that is your love of the game show. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's just growing up, you know, uh, in the eighties, like I did and game shows were on all the time. Uh, but I have a deep-seated love for game shows. Yeah, it's one of my favorite genres of TV. I there. dig. I dig. Have you ever been on a game show? No, no, no. I'm not really a in front of the camera kind of person. Yeah, uh, that's see, Art. You have such a great voice. I can't imagine you not being in front of the camera kind of a person. I feel like I feel like I feel like you would kill on some of these game shows, and especially with that quick wit that we've talked oh. about throughout the week. 
But that doesn't really quick wit doesn't necessarily apply to things like Jeopardy or, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is true. And, you know, we were actually talking Jeopardy. So do you is Jeopardy your favorite of all game shows or, or, or you know, do you have some other ones that are in your top bracket? It's up there. Jeopardy's up there. But and then we're going to I think we should get into what a game show is too but you know one thing one game show i really like is the pyramid that was like ten thousand dollar pyramid fifty thousand okay. hundred thousand yeah, yeah, dollar yeah. pyramid now yeah really intense little show and it, it's very dependent on which which person which celebrity you pull as your your cohort oh yeah if you if you have some like you know real blockhead up there that it's you you got no chance if you watch the <laughs> if you watch the modern the modern pyramids uh with straithen hosting yes oh my god it's so funny some of these SN, these new SNL comics, they can't improv to save their life. They're just oh deer in a headlight. They cannot <laughs> give good clues out. It's so funny. This sounds terrible. Yeah. <laughs> this sounds, this, and, you know, you would think that uh, Saturday Night Live would at least bring in some people who would have some idea of how to improv or how to, like, you know, work with subjects, topics, etc. Describe those to people. Um, you, you said you want to talk about what is a game show? What is a game show? Yeah, like... Because honestly, if 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 reality kind of counts, those uh, early seasons of Survivor might have been my favorite game show of all time. Oh, you know, before it was like way too blown up and right before the producers decided right. they should just throw every single, you know, a twist and, and really took right. an active hand in the game in the early in the very beginning. They it's funny that. The, the the Richard Hatch, the guy, the first one survivor, yeah, took the show in a direction they didn't even anticipate it would go. This is true. This is true, especially with the uh, birthday suit celebration day, right? Right. right. I mean, some people thought it'd be unfair to form alliances and not, you know, and vote against, you know, uh, different people, like unite against people. And that and that is what the game fully turned into. Right, almost instantly, they thought yeah. this was going to be this. Oh, this will be a fun little social experiment. You vote each other. No, it became a a game of numbers and you know developing alliances and and you know then picking on the weak. Yeah, I, you know, I uh, I I I've se- I'd seen some of the more recent episodes, not not like the last couple of years, but um, maybe about five years ago, I saw a little bit of Survivor then, and you know, it is still intriguing. There's something intriguing about a bunch of people who are just like getting sunburned, who are clearly like not built for the situation and then slowly yet surely becoming more and more hardened as this thing continues. And there's always like, you know, one person who's in that who's like dragged along because they're just a number. You know yes, what I mean? Yes. And they're and they and they absolutely are going to get their head chopped eventually. And they know it. And they know that they're just getting carried because they're a number. There's there's something about that that is like the most brutal reality and there's they have like one singular chance to make some level of power play and it never works it, it rarely seems to work yeah it yeah. never works mm. it never works that's you know that is an interesting you know game show i here's the thing is i don't know if it's necessarily game showy because to me a game show feels like something where like um it's it's not like continuous over many days you know that feels like a david blaine act or something like that <laughs> you know that feels like it doesn't feel like a like like a, a a game show. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do like I do like you know an occasional Friday night getting home from work and, and you know and uh, partaking of floral arrangements, right? And watching Wheel of Fortune because that's the best way to watch it. <laughs> that is that is Wheel of Fortune's a pretty funny one, and it seems like there's been more and more uh, like real true blunders in Wheel of Fortune over the last like few months than <laughs> it, 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 like like people who just can't figure out what the hell's up there, right? 
Yeah, it's funny. And it went, once you smoke a little bit, then you're on their level, the, the contestant's oh. level. And then, you know. And so, and so every, everyone is just, you know, out of their mind. Why? Why, why can't I just fill this one vowel place? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's, that, that is a, a, an interesting game. Is Vanna still on it? Yes, Pat and Vanna still on it. Wow. Unbelievable. That's- you know, I mean, game show hosts really do have a, a super long shelf life when you think about, like, how long Bob Barker did, the uh, like, you know, uh, Price is Right, which is, mm-hmm. by the way, that was probably the first game show that I ever saw. Uh, I, I remember staying at uh, my great grandma's place um, on my mom's side, and we would, uh, we would, she loved that show. And so she would just be sitting and crocheting and watching that show. That was literally, and, and, and I thought that that's, that was, like, her job. You know, at the time, (laughs) you know, I thought that that was like her job as a child because you don't really get how it works, you know, but I I thought that was her job. And I was like, this is the best job ever. I want this job. I want to watch game shows and uh, make blankets for kids. That sounds sweet. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like a good gig. I I could do that. Is that your favorite game show? Price is right. You know, uh, press your luck. That was a show that used to always be on Game Show Network that I always loved. And I had mentioned to you that I remember there was that story about the guy who, like, you know, had watched the show a ton and figured out how to, like, you know, beat the system. Yes. That That's was, a strange cat, man. Did you you watch the whole documentary about him? I didn't. I, I don't think I saw the whole documentary about oh. this guy. Did you? What was the documentary called? What was this? I don't remember what the documentary was called. I'd have to look it up. But like this dude, just he was unemployed. So he sat at home watching game shows and recording them on his VCR. Oh, my God. And like playback to see if he could find flaws in the game that he could exploit instead of Man. going to look for a job. He just that's that was his job. That was his job. No blankets for kids. Just videotaping. Uh, wow. Game shows. Well, and that and that works. I guess. I mean, for him, it did. I guess, sort of. Yeah. Because what happened? Like, what was it? What was the result with the show? Because didn't he walk out of there with like a, a butt ton of money? A, yeah, a ton of money. Um, he found the pattern. You know, the press your luck board has yeah. sequences, and he found which sequence. Um, he found a way to time the sequences. Like, if, it, yeah. if the lights here, then it's going to go here, there, 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 and so he could just hit the button and just keep playing nonstop. And it was a thing where it's like, you know, a thousand bucks plus a spin or whatever. Right. And right. he just kept getting that. So he would keep spinning and making and and getting a thousand bucks every time or something like that. And one of the producers who's watching this taping going on picks up the phone and calls one of the head of CBS guys. I think it was CBS. I, I might be wrong, but said we have a problem <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is, amidst amidst this guy just like starting to amass a sum of money because did he did walk away with like 90 some thousand i thought or something like that right yeah, it was something like that yeah he did a nice little nice little uh payday but he lost he, it all on the sh- on the show no he lost all his money oh well th- see now this makes sense for a person who just sits on the couch and tries to like win game shows but uh, what was it finish the story for us about this how okay, does this guy so lose all his like- money this wasn't long after that he uh, heard about a radio show that was giving away a prize if you could match a serial number like a, they had a serial number and if you had a dollar that matched that serial number you'd win the 30k oh god so he literally went to the bank and withdrew almost all of his uh winnings no and somebody while he was out somebody broke into the house and stole all the cash that's ridiculous that's absurd Oh my God, Michael Larson! Look it up. Yeah, Michael it's good, Larson. It's a, it's a good story. Goodness, that sounds like a really sad story to me. <laughs> that, that that's a story of so much loss, and I mean that's like that's like uh, some Spartacus level shit. 
<laughs> that's, that's, that's just that's just harsh, brutal. Meow. Well, Arch, you and I were recording bright and early this Sunday morning. So y'all know we all got kind of great kind of lines to look at here. Now, every Sunday, I check on the DJs about how their week's been going, what they're seeing, what they're looking to do the next week, and what they like today. So, Arch, we're a month into the baseball season just about. And I want to get your takeaways so far. We all know uh, about the Reds experiment, but are there any teams or other ones that you have figured out or you feel good betting on or the contrary, some teams that you're, you know, a uh, little bit early season blind spot? Early season blind spot. It looks like I have to uh... – I have to go off the cliff with Mad Max here. The Red Sox, after the mm. first month, my least profitable team. I'm 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 losing money on the Red Sox betting them. I see. And is that is that the, like worst by far? Not by far. Uh, the Guardians are right on their right on their heels. Oh <laughs> Those are the man, two, one two punch: Guardians and Red Sox. Now is that you betting? on the wrong team against them yeah, that it, they win or vice also it's like, me every time i bet on the red Sox, i, I am at a net loss oh it's the wrong side yeah <laughs> i see okay yeah that's the those feel like some teams that are definitely uh tough ones to read right now i i have had my trouble with milwaukee brewers i think that isn't that mad max's blind spot as well yes he's that's max's second worst team it looks like yeah, us, us Maxes and uh, teams from Wisconsin really getting along this year. What else is new? <laughs> uh, regardless, I, I, I am finding uh, this res experiment to be a lot of fun. Now, do you have any updates to the res experiment for, for us? No. No. It just keep are, – are, are we – Look, okay, I try and keep oh. things a little separate. What I bet on the show and what I bet yeah. in the book club are kind of mm -hmm. sometimes not exactly the same thing. Oh, yeah. You know? I uh, the Reds experiment is going on. I'm using crappy sports books just to do the Reds experiments yeah. <laughs> instead of like the, the good ones. Right. Why would you do? Why would you use one of your books that uh, you have a reputable, good reputation with here? <laughs> yes, why, right. You should you should use someone that I might be talking about here shortly. Right, right, right. Exactly. I would use books that give me really crappy lines that I probably would never bet in real life because they're uh. juice beyond all reason. I see. Just to run red, Reds experiments. <laughs> I see. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing if even with the hyper-juiced odds, someone in a uh, state like Nebraska could still make money uh, using um, – <laughs> using, why don't we just talk about it right now? MyBookie.ag. With MyBookie, you can bet on the NBA, NFL, NHL, UFC, boxing, MLB, and Twitter. That's right. MyBookie doesn't mind dipping its toe into U.S. stocks, and you shouldn't either. MyBookie has a wager right now involving the price of Twitter stock on the 4th of July being under $50. That is minus 165, and I think that's the right side. I mean, TWTR is just under 50 right now, but its PDE is over 200, so mm -hmm. overvalued much? Come on. MyBookie is well-traveled and offers quality odds on basically everything. So sign up now using the promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN so we can keep the lights on around here. MyBookie will give you a bonus deposit up to $1,000. Whether you're at home, on the go, on your laptop, or just having a quiet evening of edgelording and trolling, you can bet, win, and get paid with MyBookie. Oh. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. 
No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. <laughs> are you uh, are you a Twitter edgelord? Uh, no, I keep Arch's Twitter pretty uh, pretty bland. Yeah, you 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 definitely. Uh, I mean, you you may have alternate profiles. I don't know if you're Kevin Duranting us. Yeah, I may. Who knows? Who knows? Could be. You could be. You could be. Well, Arch, let's get to our picks today. What do you like in the NBA? Oh, we're starting NBA here. Man, why, we, we'll end with MLB. You guys have been end, ending with MLB, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, usually. Usually, okay. And we're well, just kind of sandwich in hockey wherever we can. You know, just, exactly, exactly. That's that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna squeeze in my one hockey play here. <laughs> Um, we're going to go Suns, right? Well, minus the two, minus the two. Yes. That seems, I think that seems like the right line, Archie. That seems like the right line. I, I, I like this and I, part of me is, is a little bit split here on what to do because it feels like Dallas plus the point, like this is going to be close. Um, but I, what I really do like in this game is actually the under the Mavs are 24, five and one to the under over their last 30 home games against winning teams. This season, the Mavs are 12-32-1 to the under at home. And uh, the under is 2-8, and eight, sorry, is 8-2 and two on daytime games. Sorry. sorry, when I said those things, the 12-32, and 32, the over is 12-32 is the under. So, and then 2-8, two, 2 to the over, 8 to the under on gotcha. daytime games. So, I like this game going under the number, under 214.5 is what I got. Oh yeah, I, I I can dig that. I like that. Let's do it. Let's hop on Suns minus two under. There we go. Suns minus two and the under. That's what we like today. Now the other NBA game is the Miami Heat at the Philadelphia 76ers. Arch, what do you got for me <laughs> in this know. today? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Give feel, me the I heat. Fuck it. Give me the heat. Fuck it. <laughs> plus two. Plus two. Okay. See, and and actually, I think you can still find that plus two of my bookie. Some other books that I'm looking at have moved to one and a half. Some of the ones that I use, you know, with Joel Embiid re-energizing the squad, I really don't know what to think of this game for. Uh, my, my heart says Miami wins it, but y'all talked about how Jimmy Bucket's knee is a ticking time bomb in these playoffs, and I just don't know when it goes off. Uh, there's a lot of numbers saying this may be an under. So, mm-hmm. I mean, part of me says to pull an arch and zag against everyone's zig and take the over. But after watching this move down a full point overnight from two and a half to one and a half, I'm fully scared off this game. So I'm leaning Miami plus the two points right now. I give you full moral support arch, but this is, I mean, I, I, I don't know if, if fractured orbital or orbital bone, uh, Joel Embiid has like extra fire under his ass or some shit. I'm not sure what the deal is. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure either. It's such a hard game to call. I'm just gonna. I am gonna bet the heat though. Plus the plus the two. There we go. Heat plus the two for you, Arch. Now uh, let's shoot over the ice real quick. We we can't get out of here uh, without me betting on a game with my Minnesota Wild involved in it on a Sunday. And of course, I don't get Cam Talbot and goals late today because if he was, I'd be banging the over. But what the hell? Goals have been scored in this series with two or three games going over thus far. And I, I, I got a little bit of a feeling this game's closer. Um, I think the Blues really are the play, though. I think the Blues get the win at home today. As Panther likes to say, you don't want to look like a bitch in front of your home crowd. And I think St. Louis splits their homestand with the Wild and wins this one. So I'm taking the St. Louis Blues. Sorry, Wild. Oh, against your team. Ooh. 
Yeah, it's it, this is a little bit of emotional hedge, if you know what I mean here. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah, I like that play. I, th- I do think the Blues are the better team. I do think they're eventually going to, you know, win out. Man, the series is intense. It is. It is. It is. I, I mean, I, I, I love playoff hockey. Everybody, playoff hockey is the best. If you if you juxtapose playoff hockey versus regular season basketball, I swear to God, you will you will never watch a regular season NBA game regularly again in your life. There's just the entertainment factor is completely different. It, there's it is not equal, completely unequal, totally different. All right, Arch, let's bring whoa, whoa, it over. Whoa, whoa. Whoa. You got you got you got some NHL for me? Well, I'm just wondering why we shouldn't take Carolina with a plus line over Boston. Mm. Plus 116. I think that all the value is on Carolina right now. Man. Yeah, because have they not won their last? Have they won the last three, or did Boston pull off the last one? I, I remind me. Let's see here. I don't remember. I just I'm a blank slate sometimes in hockey. Yeah, I uh, I I do my Carolina darndest. leads two to one. Okay, okay. Well, yeah, I guess I guess Carolina with the plus money is definitely the value side. I does Vegas know something? Is this a trap? I mean, with the number like that. You're asking the wrong person, right? I guess I am asking the wrong person. Well, regardless, I <laughs> I will give you moral support taking the plus line with Carolina. I think that that absolutely seems like the right play. I, the first two games when they were at home, didn't they win five to one? And uh, they 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 won by a ton. It felt like so. I uh, full moral support, Arch. Full moral support. I just thank you, on thank it. you. It's, I'm glad to have you on board. In 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 my heart of hearts, I'm on board here, Arch. And depending on uh, if if I bet this 9:35 a.m. game that's about to happen uh, in baseball and lose some money, maybe I'll try and chase it with you later. <laughs> there you go. Excellent. Are you going to bet the 9:30? <laughs> no, I am not betting the 9:30. But are you? At least I don't think I'm. Uh, I'm leaning the Red Sox, you know. But there we go. It's a red. It's a fucking Red Sox. What do there I? There we go. There we go. I I I appreciate uh, your prudence here, Arch, and your ability to withhold yourself from uh, hopping on a team that could, you know, truly hurt you like this so early. <laughs> they should win. They absolutely should win. They're minus one fifty, right? They yeah. should. I, I know that we're expecting the White Sox to get better, and they have gotten better. Yeah, but they're still, you know, they're still a five hundred club. Ugh. Yeah, I'm not. I, I I have not been hot on the right White Sox. I I I mean, what is that? I've seen those John Boy videos of their manager situation and how there seems to be a little bit of like a uh, a difference between the players and the management. <laughs> and <laughs> just and a little bit, a mild age difference, a mild age difference. And so, to me, I just I just don't know how I see this relationship growing and continuing positively. And I mean, the division totally sucks, but. It, it's kind of anyone's to win, but I, are, are they going to turn around? I don't think so. I think you're on the right. You lean the right side here with the uh, Red Sox, but not touching that game. What, no. what What are some games you are touching today, Arch? Uh, let's see here. You know, okay, we're going to talk about it. I, I like Pittsburgh today with a plus line against there the Reds. There we go. There we go. That is one of the ones that I have. Oh, what a gem this game shall be, Arch. Uh, the Reds, the Reds experiment, as I thought, said that we should be betting the Pirates today, and they're underdogs uh, in Cincinnati. And to me, that just seems like uh, totally wrong, completely wrong. Uh, if baseball traps exist, then I'm walking right into this one with you, Arch. <laughs> Pan- g- g- give me the Pirates money line. 
There you go. Uh, let's see. I'm not betting that. I'm not betting that. Uh, I, I, I'm tempted to take a piece on Colorado with the plus 132 against Zach with a C, as Panther would say, mm, in Diamondbacks. Yep. Can't quite get there. Man, it's close. If it just shifted a little bit more, if we just got a little bit more from Colorado, we would be betting that one. You know, I could see that with a little bit more value on Colorado. And I did everything that I could to convince myself that the Rockies were the right play. But I couldn't with her, uh, Herman Marquez here starting. Uh, he, he has a bloated 6.72 ERA. He's given up seven runs himself in uh, his last two starts. I do think Marquez is due to improve. He was awesome last season. But I don't know if that's today. And I think... The Rocks got their win in this away series last night. So I am actually taking the D-backs at home with a run line. Uh, oh. One of the last, only one of the last 10 Rockies games was decided by one run. Mm. So either either they win by more than one run or they lose. And it's only happened once in the last 10 games by one run. So we're t- I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hop on these D-backs, say they still stay hot. And, uh, and and hope that I can get a little bit of value on this run line here. I like it. I like it. Uh, one game I did want to look at chalky as shit, but I think the I think we I think the uh, Nationals feel the uh, Angels' wrath today. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I think so. So I'm looking here. Uh, what is it? Angels minus one ninety one. I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm jumping. Angels on are it. at home, right? Yes, man. I just since. Mad Max mentioned how Washington Nationals have the second best batting average, and uh, they win uh, on the road um, this season. And they went on to, I think, pull two or three from the Rocks on the road. I have just stayed away from this Nationals team. I I don't think that I can confidently find a side here on this. And yes, I think that the Angels are definitely a team that can uh, flex their muscles on this Nationals team and. The Nationals were definitely uh, asking uh, so, some previous t- historically terrible teams to hold their beer earlier this year. I I think that they have turned it around a little bit, and so I am staying away from them for right now until I can consistently call them a loser or a winner. <laughs> okay. When the season's done, you'll look back on the Nationals and say, "Oh, they're they're a loser." Just oh, oh, it, oh yeah. I I think that I think that yes, but I I well, I, it's too hard to read. I think it's too coin flippy of them right now. I can't, I just can't find a side on them. And I have, they are another team that I feel like has been a blind spot for me, especially, you know, when they play some teams that I root for, and then I, you know, end up betting on some of those games. I watch them just for entertainment value. And then it's just like another goodbye, but money emote. Gotcha. Gotcha. (laughs) You you got any more games for me today, Arch? I'm I'm falling right into it. I'm falling right into what I just said a, a minute ago. I'm going to take the Guardians plus 174 over the, over the Blue Jays. Oh boy. Oh boy. I think I think this is a good value play, but I, that is I, I have I've have taken a panther like strategy this week. I'm doing a lot of run lines and things like that. So, I just didn't touch I just didn't touch that one. I give you full moral support on the on the Guardians with all of that plus money, but goodness. Good luck to you. Thank you. I need it. <laughs> I need it on that one. A little bit. A little bit. Anything that's, else for you today? That's Arch? pretty much it. I'm you know, obviously I'm not betting the Padres against the fish because the fish are just I have no idea what's going on with them. There's none. Well, so. I'm an idiot because I'm on this one. Oh, there you go. <laughs> go. It, here we go. Here we go. In following Panthers strategy of looking at the starting pitching matchup, I see two very different pitchers by some major stats. Uh Musgrove has an ERA of 1.7. Well, Rogers is 6.14. How uh Musgrove is 4-0 this year and overall looks like the better pitcher. However, 
I think this is a closer pitching matchup than it looks. On the road, Rodgers actually has a 1.69 ERA and has only allowed three earned runs, period. I think that this is a low-scoring game, and I like. I think the Fish are live to win it. So give me the Miami Marlins. Good luck. I want nothing to do with that. You I'm want not nothing even, to do with it. You, I'm not even going to give you moral support away. because I don't even want the fish to touch. I don't want to touch the fish at all. <laughs> well, you haven't heard this week's song, but I bring back the old fish sound that I used before. Oh. So the, the fish, to me, the fish are a little bit back. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm doing it for the song memes. That's what I'm doing it for. I got you. Yeah. It's synergy. It's synergy. Arch, you got anything else for the DJs this morning? That's it. I got nothing else for you. You got nothing else for you. I got nothing else for the DGN. So that's all we've got. Come on out. Buy a shirt at, at AbsoluteDegeneracy.com. You can follow us on the podcast and on Twitter at BettingAbsolute. Join the Patreon. Check directly with this crew in the book club. When it's all said and done, let's make some money, fools. Do they bring the Zamboni out when teams like the Tampa Bay Lightnings totally pee down their legs on the ice? That is a heads-up fucking move yeah. right there. I have no filter. Maxie, don't use that, please. I'm, ba- I'm yeah. listening. That's personal yeah. favorite. Whistle through the graveyard, my man. Where did Max touch you on the the doll? Just show it, okay? All right. That's what it felt like listening to the show yesterday. Of you guys are being being horribly abused by Max, and then yada yada yada. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.